Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Talking to a coconut. I met a man one time who was of Jewish descent, and upon my asking, told me that he tried the Orthodox and Reformed Jewish religion, explored Buddhism, Tao, spiritualism, and even attended a couple of Christian services. He said that he found them all to be paths to enlightenment, but he had none that he favored over another. He then described his personal belief system as being a humanist. Huh. I told him outright that his spiritual voyage has left him shipwrecked on a deserted island with no provisions. I asked, I mean, what's next? Are you going to paint a face on a basketball or coconut and start asking it questions? I failed miserably at leading this man to Christ because I focused on the wrong things and criticized and ridiculed him instead of talking to him about Jesus. One time when I was about 14, I'd been down to a local park shooting basketball. I rode a fairly large motorcycle at the time and was returning home with a basketball between my knees. I lived in a subdivision that had multiple 90-degree turns in the roads leading to my house, which meant I had to almost come to a complete stop before turning on one of them. As I turned the corner heading toward my house, I saw a slow-moving tractor about halfway down the street. For some strange reason, I wanted to pass the tractor before I got to the end of the street and instantly gave it full throttle and quickly caught up with and shot past the tractor. The problem was slowing down enough to make the 90-degree turn at the end of the street. As I tried to brake and turn the bike, I lost traction due to some loose pavement pebbles and the motorcycle went down with me underneath the heavy bike and I slid about 50 feet. I was wearing tennis shoes and Bermuda shorts with a short sleeve t-shirt and no helmet. It wasn't pretty. When I stopped sliding, the wheel was still turning on my leg and it was bleeding profusely and splattering blood like a geyser. The the old man on the tractor jumped down and, believe it or not, went running after my basketball that was rolling down the street. All the while, the spinning wheel of the bike was ripping my leg to shreds. I somehow was able to get my arm free and turn the bike off, and I saw saw him walking towards me with the basketball. Between the two of us, we got the bike off me, and though it had a few scratches and dents on it, I was able to ride it home and then head to a doctor to get the pavement pebbles removed from my face and arms and tend to all the cuts and scrapes. I was thinking of this accident this morning and thought of the old man. He had great intentions to assist me, 
but retrieving my basketball was not nearly as important as turning the motorcycle out to keep it from chewing my leg up and helping me get out from underneath it. I have many friends and acquaintances who are not Christians. They act different than Christians. Some swear like drunken sailors. Some seem to prefer being drunk rather than sober. Others undress every woman they see with their eyes as lust burns through them. Others seem to be a good moral standing, but are just unhappy souls. My intentions were good with the Jewish man in that I very badly wanted to introduce him to Jesus and all of the eternal peace, joy, and love that can only come from him. I have learned that it is important not to get sidetracked and go running after the basketball and instead focus on the crux of the matter when dealing with the lost. The most important part of the equation, the crux of the matter, is Jesus. If we focus on the many sins and rascalizations of the lost and criticize them for behaving like, well, the unsaved people that they are, how can we help them? And what makes us any different than them anyway? We're sinners too. The difference is Jesus. Christians are not perfect. We're merely forgiven, lest anyone should boast. Something to think about when you're trying to help a lost person find their way. They will hardly listen to you if you tell them how stupid and wrong they are for being lost. If you focus on telling them about love and compassion of Jesus and how he wants the best for them instead of pointing out their sins, you'll get much further down the road. Tolerance starts with being other-centered rather than self-centered. When facing someone with an unbiblical opinion or lifestyle, restrain Restrain feelings to retaliate or put the person down. Biblical tolerance is based on seeing them as being lost and trying to find their way home. The Bible and the Holy Spirit within us tell us they deserve our compassion. We should feel sorry for them. When you view lost people this way, you can listen to them and treat them with openness and respect even though you disagree with them. Biblical tolerance means to share truth with gentleness and respect. First Peter 3.15, I will share God's truth with others in gentleness and respect. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend and go to church this Sunday.